1: Effie Pilarino. And today is a very bright, colorful day. I am joined uh, by a great uh, influencer. Um, I'm keeping a secret uh, in in what area for the moment. Uh, Let me welcome you first, uh, Martha. Uh, Hello, Ify. I'm very, very excited to be here today.
2: And uh, with those inspirational colors, I'm sure we will have a great talk.
1: Yeah. So Dr. Martha Beckenfeld is a a seasoned financial executive, both um, in executive roles and non-executive roles. Uh, From uh, uh, what I know, you played um, important roles, both in the insurance industry, and in the banking industry. Um, I think you started with uh, AXA, that was yeah. Tour at that uh, time. And then you've taken roles with Generali, with UBS and so on. But I want to let you talk about your journey because it's also um, a way to see how a traditional uh, financial executive that moves into innovation and then really takes off, um, and and you're now involved in what is Web three and all the cutting innovation and and the convergent uh, technologies. So please share with us uh, your journey, and you know how you were innovative within the financial services sector, and then you decided to uh, go out of the sector, go out of the walls, and how you are uh, giving back and receiving in the ecosystem. Yeah, yeah thank you, Iffi, for
2: the opportunity to talk about uh, my journey. Uh, as you say, it might not be the standard journey, but uh, the general theme was always uh, innovation and how I can make things better for our clients. How, what should the experience be for clients? Uh, so I'm very, very client-focused, and that began very early in Hong Kong. I had a great example in my CEO, my joint uh, for the insurance company, as you said, who was Winterthur at the time. Uh, we were one of the biggest, you can say, insurers in, in Asia in terms of European insurers being present, And what we did is we had, for example, shark nets uh, insured for clients. That was very, very unusual. Again, coming from the background, what is it what makes their life better? Obviously, uh, first of all, you have to have shark nets so that uh, you, you can swim very safely. But for the companies providing it, it's also a big, big risk. So you need to help them to somehow master that risk. And in that case, it was insurance. Um, The other, I would say, big uh, opportunity I had at Climate Benson when I was a CEO there, Uh, we realized very quickly, and that was over 10 years ago, uh, that there are a lot of developments in the market, in particular around uh, robo. Yeah, so the big company there was Nutmeg. Uh, Nutmeg approached us of, because we also did uh, capital raising for companies. So we worked with them very closely to help them. We couldn't agree on a strategic partnership, but what we did instead, we teamed up with Deloitte, Deloitte Digital in London. So they had huge access to the entire ecosystem around innovation. And we also started to practice and to learn about agile working with my management team. We had the first time in Deloitte Digital, we had the goggles on and we were like, oh my God, this, this is coming. And that also helps you. And I think it's one important learning when you have all this experience and share that with your management team, then that it t- uh, totally changes. So just talking about it and having, let's say, advisors coming in and having nice slides is not how you really feel it and how you can also transport it to clients. So from that point of view, I always love to test things out and to learn and then I think comes also from my research background. I've studied law. I worked at the university. At one point, I thought I'd become a professor, but then it was too theoretical. Uh, so I love to dive into new things, understand them, even though sometimes I think, oh, my God, what is happening? What's going on? Uh, same like with you said, the web three, the metaverse is sometimes really overwhelming. And the, the challenge is for everyone. How can you cluster this? so that
1: you don't get lost in translation. Amazing, amazing. We have several common points or dots if you want. I also thought that I would go into academia, but after my PhD, I was like, this is, you know, academia as an institution is so isolated from a reality that I really didn't want to, to stay there. And and then you know fast forward you know I, I I think there was a period when innovation was happening within the financial services sector like you described you know at uh, Tour in insurance the same was happening in investment banking commercial banking and so on but then basically after two thousand when human capital started to be able to um, uh, start companies that were not called fintech, but the digital tools were out there and enabled them from a simple Bloomberg subscription that enabled traders to to launch their own hedge funds. And then after the 2008 crisis, um, all the innovation was really outside of Wall Street, right? It was outside of, um, the world gardens of an industry that was becoming uh, very regulated. But what you said about really immersing yourself in understanding, I remember thinking of that in uh, my um, first um, sort of interaction with cryptocurrencies. I was like, you know, unless I open a wallet, unless I buy something very little, unless I send, unless I receive, unless I participate in an ICO, I will never know theoretically by reading all these articles what is happening, and and the same is is now with the metaverse and uh, any other of, of these applications. I think another
2: very important point to that effect is also one is obviously if you haven't experienced it yourself, you don't know what your clients want and what maybe also your childrens do with all the games uh, and and this kind of stuff. And a lot of uh, children are already game addicted. And if you just say, oh, you know, you can't do this, and and force them to things, but not understanding what is the attraction and how can I help them? Obviously, when they're real addict, you need a professional help. But it helps you to understand what is going on in the world, because if we see now the metaverse and how everything real and virtual gets immersed, you can say you can almost say virtual gets real then it's very important that you are proud of this transformation and that you try to understand because society is changing. And my view is always let's shape the future together. And to shape this, you need to be part of this. So you are not on an island and people can help you. People will support you in that journey. That is also my observation. It's really great. Once you start venturing out into these new worlds, uh, so like now into the metaverse or into the omniverse or into all these different verses, you have a lot of people coming to you and saying, "Ah, can I help you, can I work with you, can we discuss it, and it's not all about business, it's really about uh, a community which creates itself to exchange innovation, to talk about it, to learn from each other. That's also something in my view, which has been accelerated during uh, COVID time in particular. Uh, So people connection, the social connection is now much, much stronger and internationally than it might have been before. Because before we were very happy in our own little world, but somehow we now realize that community is so, so important for us connection is so important for us, learning new things is important. So the whole point of reskilling the workforce, the future of work is very
1: important for us. I mean, I'm hearing from you that um, without us realizing we have the immersion or the rise of another form of digital community uh, I mean we had digital communities you know we can call a whatsapp group a, a, a digital community or you know a Facebook page right that that is uh, private or or not private. But here we're talking at another level and at an accelerated pace and also it seems that it is a very open experimentation ground right and and collaborative collective group experimentation not we're not talking about a developer you know developing a new game we're talking about you me and another I don't know 100 people uh, finding ourselves and and figuring out what to do and how to use this tool be it for entertainment be it for work or education. Isn't yeah, and that
2: this is, Absolutely. And this, I think, is also the amazing opportunity we have. Uh, so alone, if you think about education, children education, and there is one uh, company even in Switzerland, it's called Aqueland. They have a metaverse created especially for children. And they're now working with schools. All the curriculum and all the, uh, all the learning you can do in a totally different way. So if for example, physics are then uh, coming to you via really experiencing and experimenting. So you can feel it, you can touch it. And this is not the future. This is already the technology is already there. So a lot of the things we can already learn when we are children and it's not gaming. uh, So from, from that point of view are completely different. History, also very different. Yeah, everything also in therapy, there's a lot of use of of metaverses in virtual worlds In also for healthcare. So if you do surgeries as a doctor and you first can test it in a virtual world is much better than a doctor testing on my body. Yeah, so.
1: You know, Martha, um, last night I was watching uh, um, uh, on Bloomberg TV, an interview um, with the CEO of Roblox. Yes. And um, he was uh, talking, you know, ab- about what you're saying, because it's not only games, obviously, on Roblox. And then um, the, the interviewer was asking him about the age of those that develop games and so on. And he made a, a remark that really struck me. He, he spoke about how the younger Developers, you know, younger meaning obviously above fifteen, but you know the younger ones. How innovative they are, and he spoke about specific an example of a game they develop, of what you would do in a natural disaster. Yeah. So you, be, I mean, which you can understand how useful educational and and you know it's civic duty and how you behave. In, in a natural disaster or in a panic situation, right? And, yeah, and, 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 and if you have trained this, how much
2: better is this? Also, now we have all the discussion of blackout scenarios because of the energy supply in Europe. So we, as citizens of, of a normal city, we have no idea how to do anything without electricity. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize. How much that be? I'm, I'm not saying this scenario will, will happen, but it's always good to be trained, to be knowing what to do. So it also creates a better community in case when something happens, you have already trained it together, you know, oh, this person has this skill set, the other person has this skill set. Another thing which I find um, really amazing is uh, the omniverse from NVIDIA in that context, because they have created a digital twin of the entire earth. So they're still working on it with different companies, with Google Map and other companies to get all the data. And how they do it, they have this digital twin, and then you can simulate our climate changes, wind changes, and you also know from those simulations what could happen if. So if you translate that also, let's say, in a gaming environment, which to an, a certain extent also exists already, where you go in and you really do not very nice things uh, like you do every day, your carbon footprint is so high, and all of a sudden you realize in the gaming environment, all the trees are dying, then this is such a big experience that you think, oh my God, I need to change something in my life. Uh, so these kind of experiences will also help us to create something better, to better understand what the impact of our actions are, and it's basically limitless. So it's no longer the sky is the limit, the metaverse is limitless, and that has huge opportunities, but at the same time, huge challenges, and that's why it's so important, and that's why I'm really focused on getting as many people into the thinking about what can we do, how can we shape our future?
1: Yeah. I mean, you mentioned a couple of important points. One is around, you know, the climate uh, risks and, and really being immersed versus reading statistics or looking at graphs. You know, I can't imagine that if my avatar or, you know, I get into the metaverse and I have really this immersive experience of how the sea is rising in all these cities that are you know, on, on the water uh, and that they are going to become the Venices of, of the world that, you know, are going to sink soon. That, you know, we, we have this, we read about it. By the way, not everybody knows about it. I mean, I often talk about this and I realize that educated people don't know this stuff. Imagine if it's an immersive experience. Yeah, and
2: even, I mean, people say but they haven't experienced avatar. They always say, okay, this funny avatar, you know, I cannot relate to that. And that's also another experience. Once you have created your avatar, you will go like, you want this avatar to look this this way, and you totally relate to that. From a psychological point of view, I've been reading about it, it's like you extend itself. And obviously, I've also, when I am an avatar, I'm like also with very limited uh, experiences. You can already you think about okay, and that's the other thing in in fashion. People don't understand virtual goods, yeah. So now it's no surprise. And I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying that people are trying to dress up. People are trying to be very creative. Uh, so on when you go to the Central Land, for example, you see very funny things. You, someone has a fish on his on his body or things like that, why he looks like a minotaur. Uh, But there are also the other things like Prada, Balenciaga, Gucci getting into there. And from some, the fabricant is one of the um, core designers there, and they are not designing themselves. They have all the people designing, being creative. They even have the view that virtual goods replace the physical goods. And we have to think about what does it mean? Is it good? Is it bad? Do we see the same? Shouldn't the value creation also some somewhere else rather than, than just buying another Gucci, another virtual one? Uh, but you you see that the people, the, the people go the same direction is quite, uh, for me, is quite surprising because the metaverse is much bigger than just creating the same and mirroring the same. You could do much, much different things like we just discussed. And, and healthcare for me is one of the biggest, biggest examples, what you could do there with telemedicine, with your digital twin, or with predictions with your digital twin. That's, uh, by the way, also, I believe that avatar is only the step in between, because there's already technology, uh, MetaHuman is called, again from the gaming, where you can create your digital twin. Yeah, so you will be your digital, uh, your digital self,
1: not even anymore an avatar. So so these digital twins that you're talking about are uh, the ones that uh, soul machines and those types of. Exactly, exactly. Are, are I mean, soul machine
2: already, for example, as we are both also a, a very strong, strongly passionate about finance, they work. soul machine works with RBS. Yeah. And if you look at some of the examples, unfortunately, they haven't uh, um, on video that don't have the. The finance example but they have communicated it so any any relationship manager could be not the digital twin social machine as a soul machine is actually ai is not the digital twin but all this combination of technology will help you yeah to do something different and the workforce therefore is changing because in a bank if you have a digital twin and you had a talk with someone who is an expert in digital twin You can basically also educate your digital twin and do something else, either for leisure, for your life, or with something else, so with another task you have to do. And that doesn't mean that you don't connect with the person you are with, because it's still your extended self is not a machine anymore. It sounds all a bit scary for some people, but that's again. The more experience we have, also with this big, big change coming, the
1: more also people will get passionate and excited. I about mean, it. The, the the example in healthcare that. Um, Uh, you you sort of emphasize the, let's think of some uh, surgeon that uh, is really, you know, specialized and brilliant in a certain area, that person cannot be available and working 24 seven, obviously, because it's a human being, but his, her digital twin, if needed to consult in a crisis situation, can be always available to intervene and offer their, you know, advice on what to do in a situation that needs their help. But as a human, you cannot be 24 seven or you cannot be, you know, in, in two places at the same time. Yeah, I think the
2: first step there, which is already in existence, is with Microsoft, with their hololenses. Yeah, so you can create basically also kind of hologram that that person uh, is with you when you need an expert cancer expert, and he is with you and it goes even though so far there's see the, uh, also the Microsoft lab for hololenses is in Zurich it goes even so far that they when you are in Africa, and you have no idea how to do an operation, but you have access via the internet via hopefully 5g at a certain point in time that you can direct this person to do an operation which is very complicated with the hololenses because you get all this you are like that person which is uh, pretty amazing yeah, so there are a lot of things which are being used in a very positive way already now and they exist now i think what i always Um, realize when um, I talk to people and when I give speeches and train people they they think it's not yet here and once I have seen all the examples we have already so even Roblox with the concert and Fortnite and the building and the shopping so you can go shopping and you can pay in the metaverse and you can get new clothes it's not it's there yeah and that is another good thing also for sustainability. If you think about it, you don't go and, and, and shop and, and don't use it anymore because you can buy real goods, but you can test it or uh, you now with your digital twin and finance plays a big role because you need to pay. Yeah, So there are uh, companies like MasterCard and Visa, they are already very, very strong in that space. And we know that MasterCard has 3 billion users. Yeah, they have 3 billion users. They now also are say they support NFTs, So you can buy NFTs with, with a credit card. So yeah. there is huge innovation also in finance, reflecting what we obviously see in all the use cases, because you need a payment system to support it. And my observation would be that a lot of the banks are a little bit slow getting into this, except I mean JP Morgan is very, very strong in blockchain. Um, then, if you call MasterCard Visa a kind of bank, they are also quite strong Then they have Mong Stanley and some of them, but they are not yet fully into this, huh? and we obviously have seen JP Morgan with the launch in and that's not very amazing, but if you look at their blockchain journey and if you look how they deal with DeFi now, two weeks ago they communicated 3 trillion will move to DeFi. Yep. That's a completely different world and they have clearly communicated beginning of the year with their Onyx report and also with the Onyx launch that they will work on the payment rails basically also for gaming because we should not forget even though we say gaming you know, we don't care about three billion users on gaming and what people like roblox now are the c was very clear in his mission they go far beyond gaming because they have already the concert there they have done online educational training for schools They have 200 partnerships, so it's like a platform which
1: generates their own ecosystem. I mean, look, it's it's a marketplace for developers, right? It's an open ecosystem, and and again, from what I heard from him explicitly um, on this interview was that Already, their next frontier is all about work, the working environment, this hybrid, you know, working environment, chatting around the cooler, but in the metaverse and, and, and so on. And, and we all feel it that, you know, this Zoom that, that we're uh, on r- right now is, is sort of old generation, two dimensional, not deep experience um uh interaction
2: yeah absolutely once you have experience you are together with someone in in a virtual space and you talk to each other and you kind of see each other (laughs) but uh in quotes yeah they're, they're obviously also from a technology point of view huge developments so you can see the person speaking but only based on the speech like in meta horizon you face moves and what you have to be very careful or mindful of, how limited this can be, because everyone there who is in the room uh, and who talks, they always have happy faces. Um, so it's not yet converted into how you feel really. And that's, uh, that's one of the challenges, but technology is also exponential as far as this is concerned. It, it will move, but you need to, with current technology, you also need to know, hmm they're all are happy faces but i need to check on my team members around this so outside also the virtual space to understand to call them to get a feel for because obviously we function by by mirror neurons and we see everyone is happy so yeah everything is fine the meeting went brilliantly uh but this kind of emotion we need to capture better but the The means you have also to create things together yeah so Microsoft has a big splash into collaboration. And they have already a lot with augmented reality that they do for a lot of companies so as designers and developers and even builders you you build something together with your hands whilst you are in a virtual space. And you can just grow it and move it. And you can also, uh, I mean, in the trainings we, we provide, you also do this together. I mean, last class we had people building something together and you can imagine the excitement you have. You feel like you are back in your five, six, seven year old uh, history when you were a child. And the most and most best thing you could ever do is creating with other people. That is really close to our heart. And if you can translate this into something new, into now the new world, working will be so much different. Also for clients, there's already for clients there's now different. Obviously, as we said, uh, the the Onyx launch, which is not so interesting. Then HSBC did also something which might not be so interesting. It's uh, around gaming because they're trying to capture the younger generation, but you can do so many things there. Yeah? Also sustainability. We like, we recently built an aqua land for a bank for their clients where they can go in on land, and everything is beautiful and they have to collect things which don't belong there. So plastic bottles and so on. And then they get a scoring. And these are, you know, these are, clients who are in their 50s or 60s, they can gain an NFT. It's also from a learning perspective. Same time it has a sustainability aspect because you see the beautiful aqualand. Uh, you learn about the NFT. So you can do also as a bank a lot of things for your clients so that they get tuned into this and understand it. But I would say from my observation, It's sometimes the other way around, is that the banks need to learn what the clients' experiences are. are. Like in art, when they come with NFT, what what can a bank offer? Do they offer a digital wallet? So that's also where Julius bear for example, is going now, or a city has with, uh, Menaco has this, this brilliant partnership. So banks are going more into digital wallets because this is where you store your things. And banks have one big advantage I would say clients still trust them and they have a highly regulated environment. And that is also sometimes where they have so many challenges. But with Julius Baer, who, as you have seen in the asset rush when you were, were there, they are a st- strategic partner. And what they do is I find quite amazing. They really take a step in front of other big companies, other big banks, because they're going into the digital space. They're trying to experience it. And they even had on Roblox, Advertisement for people who are skilled and can help them with their value proposition. So you see that the workforce now for a bank is no longer the class of bankers. The workforce is in the gaming because the gamers can do all the experiences which clients are looking for and the technology
1: as well. Amazing. You mentioned the classes and courses. Uh, This is an opportunity to tell us about your new endeavor. This is yet another uh, new hat that that you're wearing as the the dean and partner of the Metaverse Academy. Am I uh, saying correct? Yeah, absolutely. So what is the Metaverse uh, Academy?
2: Yeah, the Metaverse Academy, what we're really trying to do to uh, bring people closer to the metaverse and not only by a lot of people, a lot of there, a lot of education around where you just watch videos is again two dimensional. And we want to lift this up to the next level. And we have already done that quite successfully. My partners have started a couple of months ago. We had the first master classes, and there are huge learnings also from those master classes every time. And the most important is you learn in the murderverse. About the metaverse, and it's for everyone, everybody, everywhere. Which is the ambition to get more people educated, to reskill the workforce, and at the same time, it's interesting because a lot of people, like you and me, are not the obvious one who have been trained there, or who can also give all our knowledge to people. But if we train ourselves, like you know, the executives. So we have a big way also to translate this knowledge much, much better. So that's the ambition of the Metaverse Academy. And we do this on all levels. So we do it C-level. We do it for medium, you can say, marketing managers. We do that for business people. And then we have experts from the entire world who are experts in in financial services, in crypto in blockchain. Other experts are in fashion. Other experts are in gaming. And that brings the whole ecosystem together to bring this knowledge and to create this big community. That's one of the big parts. And then the second part is to create an ecosystem which can deliver solutions. So we have already built things for banks. We have already built things for other companies where you had internal events, external events. Now we are working on shopping for someone in the metaverse. So that's also connected. So from the learning and education point of view, when you create this community, then also what does e-commerce look like? So you have a lot of services in e-commerce, but it's also
1: related to finance again. So, so is this uh, Metaverse Academy also kind of a lab to incubate uh, uh, initiatives in the Metaverse? Yeah, uh, it's
2: a brilliant way to
1: describe it. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And, and who, who, who are your collaborators? Okay. yeah they are very I mean
2: they're amazing people because there uh, is this company called Kubler and they have founded this company a couple of years ago or, or quite some time ago they are very very experienced in web2 so they started with okay. web2 social media and then two years ago already they ventured into web3 so they have a lot of developer but also their entire mindset is very web3 geared and the interesting part is They're also heavily connected within the financial service industry, so which is great because you have the combination of all industries. Financial services is very specific, and that's also the, I would say, the additional value I can bring uh, because there are not many financial services executives who are in this space and can also translate from what is the experience into what does it mean for us as a bank. Or as an insurer, and we have seen that, we have talked about a couple of examples in banking. Um, Some are very far advanced already, but in insurance, they are nowhere. And there are big reports also out there that insurance is so far behind, also in terms of blockchain. Whilst there are like hundreds of possibilities for them, claims handling, processes,
1: all of that could be done much, much different. Very interesting. I mean, in, in fintech um, um, in, in web two, we, we saw collaborations between, for example, the luxury industry, be it watches or, or others and, and banking and, um, you know, with custody, custodying uh, assets of all sorts or, or uh, digitizing and securitizing and so on. And here, We're going to another level where, as you said, we need really to understand about virtual economies and virtual uh, economic activities and hybrid, right, interoperable with the Uh, uh, the Totally, totally. So, I mean, uh, we have
2: a lot of requests now also around real estate, uh, virtual real estate and real real estate. There are applications already for real real estate, how you can bring this better to the clients with 3D augmented reality, so all those experiences. Then there are already also NFTs for the mortgage, but this is, I mean, there are companies in the US, not yet in Switzerland, but there are all these questions around it. And then when you go into the virtual real estate, there are so many, I think they're around, 30 platforms now who have virtual real estate, if not more. The biggest one we know obviously is Decentraland, Sandbox. But where should you go? What are your criteria? And that all depends on, and that's what we help clients was to figure out what is really their strategy and not just having a presence in Decentraland or doing some shopping there, it's more important do you want to have an art gallery, you have already art, do you want to invite people, we had someone who is now thinking about education, uh, now also for women education, uh, in particular, uh, to bring all this to life is is
1: I find this amazing. So really what you're saying is uh, you have to have uh, what is your objective your purpose. What do you want to start with, at least in in this uh, world, is it events, is it education, is it um, developing a a community, right, I mean, it could be a community of banking customers, but in the metaverse, they are together, not for the banking purpose, but for a sustainability project or-
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And that is also the, uh, so the with the Metaverse Academy, what you can do is through the learning, through the experiences you can give to people and through the entire community we are building, you basically build, and that's our vision, you build a Metaverse Valley. Yeah. So, where all the companies and all the different players come together and they can obviously provide this through learnings, but they can also provide it through their services. Because we also, in, with our current skill set, we are not the best in legal, let's say, as an example. But we have the network to say, okay, you want to, this is your strategy, we'll help you with the strategy, we help you with the branding, we help you with the marketing, we help you with the technical side. But we also need to look at the legal side, which is very different in this world. And we can help you also with finance. So this is really what we are doing right now already with a couple of clients, where we're helping them to develop their strategy, to think about what is important for my customers. And it's very different from each case. And what we would like to make sure is they're not just jumping into it because it's the latest greatest you have heard on the street
1: yeah but as you said and un- unless you step in there and get your hands uh, dirty you can't even know exactly what is possible or what you know creative ideas could come just by uh, having these um, experiences yeah
2: so. <laughs> No, no, it's very it's it's like a bit of a chicken and an egg but Also, the beauty is there are already so many experts out there and I would say including us because I've been uh, busy with that already more than just a couple of months. So like years now where I go into digital transformation where I look at innovation, augmented reality, virtual reality. Uh, One very important thing is also how you access the different verses. Yeah, so I'm also 100% convinced that this big... uh, Oculus, this is gone in one or two years' time because we will have Apple. Also, Google is working on this. Meta is working on this. So I'm, I'm very sure it will be quite different. But it will take maybe also two or three, three years. We are always underestimate. But there, there's so much going on. And just imagine also the next generation is much faster than we are in comprehending and learning this. Um, as we discussed at the beginning. First, we need to make sure we still educate them with values. Um, Our values are very, very important. I think ethics and trust. And how do we translate to them if they are not with us at the table, if they are in the game? We cannot just tell them, you have to be with me now. You have to speak their language. That's for me to educate them, to raise them. But also that means because they have all the different experiences, they have completely different expectations. So there is a a mismatch. And you see that with uh, elderly generations, luckily not my mom. If they don't use WhatsApp, then they are out of the picture. You, You are non-existent for your family because your family is not there. And maybe they can't visit you, not only because of COVID, but they are in other countries. Um, you you know how this was for us uh, also with your mom with my mom during COVID. You need to communicate, and if they are not able to use that technology, and we will be the same. In ten years, we are not able to communicate anymore with our family. So these are things also which are very close to my heart.
1: Yes, yeah, and and um, as you said. Um, you know, technology innovation doesn't move in a linear fashion, like we have to, uh, you know, fix this and, and then the other, it's kind of a bit chaotic and, and uh, scattered and, and we have uh, to, to follow. But um, I wanted to, to ask you in this uh, digital world, uh, for example, myself, how could I start uh, getting involved? And, uh, you know, what would that mean? Would that mean I should create an avatar and and sort of play around and, and see who I meet out there uh, in disguise or not in disguise? What, yeah. what are the steps that you would uh, recommend for a person that for others, I am, uh, very digitally capable, you know, of course, it depends on the level. I'm not a programmer, but I am a a heavy sort of user and understanding these these technologies. But yet, you know, I haven't experienced anything in the metaverse. Yeah, it's uh,
2: very interesting you say that, because recently I talked to also to uh, Tony Maroni, whom you probably know, and he had the same like he's so much into digital transformation. He also has goggles now. He has some experiences. We are now also talking about what can we do with his community? Yeah, so the easiest for me is to go into a program. And obviously, I believe because we are in the metaverse and have different metaverses. So you can argue, is that a metaverse or not? But to have this experience, how does spatial look like? How do I, what do I do in, for example, Meta Horizon? What do I do in Decentraland? What do I do in Roblox? You need someone to guide you. And we had uh, a week ago. We had a class, a master class with Efmar, who's now called chorus uh, mm-hmm. and they were all finance and insurance people. Yeah. So what we did is, I did a, a normal Zoom presentation first to get them. You can say to get the warmer, to get them also what is NFTs, how are they used, and then we did a one-hour NFT creation, and that was like for them. Uh, Amazing because they became an artist. Um, so this kind of experience you cannot create yourself. You have to have some professionals who help you. And it was very easy for them. Um, only one had a MetaMask; the others didn't even have a MetaMask, which is normal. And but we helped them from the metamers, uh to create an NFT. We had a little AI running behind it, so they just put uh, someone had an astronaut and a bike on a moon. And within minutes it was created, then we went to um, the Ocean Sea, we went to the marketplace so that they could see, they could place it there. And the most exciting for them was was that we took them to a gallery uh, in spatial. So we created a gallery in spatial prior to that, one of my partners, he's a big, uh, I would say, artist programmer, he is like everything, very, very uh, smart person, Gustavo. He created this gallery, and then they could place their art in the gallery. And we showed them: you can also place videos very easily, you can place pictures, and, and they loved it. They loved it so much um, that after the experience, I continued my talk: what it means for banking. And I lost a lot, a lot not, but uh, I lost a few people. that I told later, I think maybe ten percent because they got lost in spatial. They wanted to have this experience and continue. So my learning out of that was also that this was three hours. Better to take a break after two hours So they can explore further on their own and then go back and do the next and the next. And this is what we usually do in our masterclasses. We do 45 minutes over lunchtime. It's also not too long because you need to be careful with those goggles. I mean, the recommendation is after 30 minutes, 10 minutes of recreation. We should not forget that. And we should also, when we teach, be mindful of that. Yeah, I for example, I have motion sickness. Yeah, so I need. To I was going it. to ask
1: you: Are there pills that come? For yeah, motion you have sickness. To
2: be, I think that's also part of the education. So don't spend like three hours in there. Just go in pieces, and then you try different worlds, and then you see for your purpose you understand much better uh, in the central land what you can do there. What can Roblox you can do a lot, but it's not on blockchain, it doesn't have crypto It's a walled garden you ownership is in my view also. A problem because you cannot take it and put it somewhere else they are also starting to change that and then you have a spatial Spatial is very easy to create things you have already if you want to do. A gallery for yourself, or you want to do a teaching room it's all there, so you can take her take it and create it and the most amazing now which came out a week ago is Unreal Engine 5. You need to look at the video of Unreal Engine 5. What's it called? Unreal Unreal Engine 5. Okay. Okay. I sent you the link after this because, and we can put it also in there, Uh, you can share it because Unreal Engine 5 is really, uh, Unreal gets real. What they have done is out of pictures, you can create your own ocean with water, with stones, and you think it's
1: real. That's why I'm so what is it? It's like my memory. I, I put pictures, photos of my memories, or any any
2: any, you can just uh, there was a one guy on the I, I sent you the ocean one because he describes it and I have checked it on Unreal Engine. You can do it very easily. You have already stuff there, so you don't even need need your own pictures. But on top of that, you use your own pictures and it helps you to create a real ocean. And then you put stones in there. Then you see that the water is flowing around the stones and it looks like reality. So it's no longer this way you think avatar, fake, whatever. And that was like a week ago. And I'm so amazed. I'm still thinking about how do I post about it? Because if people don't look at the video, they won't get it. They won't, they won't get it. And most of the people are, are not looking at videos on LinkedIn. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Uh, So these are the kind of things also uh, Gustavo is doing very well. And we are now venturing more into that, that we do regular updates to the participants, to our community of the Master Academy. So we show them this is what is coming. So for example, Unreal Engine. So they understand also the tools which are available and which are no longer for the super expert. Like you said, Roblox, Roblox creators are from 12 to 25. They, they are not 30 or 40 or 50 years old. So I will send you the video and then we can link it because for me, this is the most amazing development. Unreal
1: gets real. Very, very amazing. I mean, this is, uh, we we can uh, um, have uh, this discussion every quarter and it will be a completely different update because things are changing uh, so fast, it it is clear. So I I promise that uh, uh, after the summer, I I will immerse myself uh, into this space to to understand um, better rather than than reading. I always keep in mind, I had a teacher that used to say, you know, imagine if a person goes to a library and studies all about bicycles, the mechanics and the types and so on, you know, reads, downloads, all the, the, the knowledge and so on, and then they have to ride the bike. They won't be able to ride the bike, right? Even if they have all this knowledge, you just have to try it and you know play with that balance and and figure it out and it's the same with this right I can read about the metaverse and and all these initiatives and what they're creating but unless um, I get in there I will never understand really um, what it's all about it's actually a
2: very good metaphor ride the bike
1: (laughs) ride the bike get on the bike wobble you know and then you know maybe later you can get the, it, it you know you, you will enjoy or not enjoy or figure out where you want to go with it right how fast how slow and, and so on so it's it's amazing of course we'll'll we'll share with our listeners um, the links for the academy and um, uh, the ventures the companies that we mentioned that might be. Not so known like a sandbox and decentralized land and JP Morgan, right? That, that are uh, known.
2: And NVIDIA. I think NVIDIA is very good because they're doing this omniverse, a digital twin of the earth. Um, and going into that direction, they have already big applications in healthcare uh, with moto like BMW, where they change the entire processes and there are all kind of videos around it about it so that you can just through seeing the videos, you think, wow, you know, this, this is really
1: helpful. So, so really in manufacturing, there are already applications in manufacturing. Yeah, absolutely. Big one, big one. So um, NVIDIA is very
2: much, they call it the omniverse about mirroring the real world. So if you, in manufacturing, the entire process, if you basically make a digital twin, it's much more easier. You can streamline processes and can work totally different
1: together. Quality control, collaboration, intervention in in difficult um, situations uh, and so on. So all these are the very good... uh, Cases that um, we mentioned. And of course, we need um, to think about the ethics and the standards. Um, Recently, as you very well know, some of the big tech companies formed a consortium around best practices in the metaverse. That to me means that, as you said, it's here already if they're setting best practices. Of course, There were many names that were missing from that uh, list, but we'll see where it goes. I don't know if you have any thoughts on on that front. Let's say in
2: my community, it's heavily debated here in terms of first, who is missing? Like you said, Apple is missing. NVIDIA, for example, joined uh, as well. Uh, The big ones, Microsoft uh, and so on, they joined. But the debate is around, this is a forum they want to set standards that's very good but what is the real impact of that so in the times of internet you had also similar forums but they had not much of an impact it's good that you have that but yet to be seen how impactful that is yeah. and what is very important in my view that regulators get into this and have also a view on this and again I would love to have regulators and people from the regulatory side involved in the Metaverse Academy also learning with me, but at the same time, also not only learning with me, but also train people on ethics, trust, what is regulatory standards you should use. And there are not many, but I believe that they will realize that there is more to be done because of of what's going on. And tomorrow I will be joining also a cybersecurity panel um, for people who are in cybersecurity. All the financial crime, the cybersecurity around this technology, the NFT, the crypto, and the metaverse, and the DeFi is, you can say, to a certain extent, unexplored. It's unexplored, but it is already happening.
1: Um, of course, so I mean, uh, fraudsters, as I was uh, uh, writing in, in my first article of the year, I mean, this is going to be a, a wonderful year for, for um, cyber f- uh, fraudsters, because this, with all these new technologies, these are new areas where they can operate uh, a completely you know, left alone, so to speak, because we don't have experience and, and we don't have rules and uh, we don't have taxonomies of red flags and and all that uh, that that is uh, needed. No, and even for healthcare, when I've uh, I mean I have done some
2: research on healthcare and the metaverse, and we talked about all the good things and what what can be done, but data is one of the biggest challenge. We don't have our data identity always with us but also challenge in the way that healthcare is differently regulated in every jurisdiction. It's a nightmare. So if you want to do something which goes across, Lord, if, uh, things have to change and things have to change very quickly. And regulators don't have the reputation of changing very quickly. We see that also as digital acts from the EU, they take time and crypto regulation
1: uh, takes time but the world is changing faster than anything. Yeah. I mean in the US there's so many regulatory bodies they don't even know within one jurisdiction within one country who is responsible for what and and they're fighting and and you know it's it's really a very big um, a mess and there isn't harmony in, in in this right let alone if we go to the digital geopolitical issues um, it it is a nightmare but as we all know innovation uh, is unstoppable so it's so that we'll have to to see how this uh, unfolds martha thank you so so much for your time and your insights it was a real pleasure i didn't even realize how the time went by uh, and uh, i hope i see you next time really in the metaverse yes we
2: see us in the metaverse, and in three months' time, we talk about
1: the next big development. Great. Thank, <laughs> thank you, you so much.
2: Thank you for having me. Thanks.
0: Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on.